0: Welcome to In Conversations, an Investec focused radio podcast series that offers insights into a wide range of topics that will empower our clients to create, manage, grow, and preserve their wealth. In episode 3 of this four-part series of In Conversations for medical professionals, we chat to Investec's head of tax and fiduciary, Renee Fonzell. In this podcast, Renee gives practical tax tips and vital guidance on how medical professionals can best establish a long-term financial plan that evolves as your practice grows. Here's Investex Digital Content Specialist, Karabo Sekoto, the series host. Are you working long hours with no end in sight? Worried about not having enough saved up for retirement? As a medical professional, financial planning and understanding might not be your area of expertise, but it's important for building a future-ready private practice. Hi, I'm Garabos Khoto Thank you for tuning in to another episode of this Investec in Conversation podcast. Today, we delve deeper into the world of the private medical practice and talk to Renee Van Sale about how medical professionals in private practice can start to balance patient care, their own needs, plan for the lifestyle they want, and create a fulfilling and lucrative practice. Sounds tough, but let's get started. First things first, Renee, why is managing their money in a state so important for medical professionals?
1: So I think doctors may be more comfortable, more familiar with death, where most people don't like thinking or speaking about tax. I remember we did a in conversation a few years ago where we spoke about intergenerational wealth planning. And from the research, they actually found that tax and the lack of planning was the single biggest cause for the erosion of wealth. Which means, you know, we all know practitioners, doctors, they are busy, they work long hours. And, you know, people don't wake up on a Monday morning thinking about death or planning. And we often see that sometimes people plan when they're very far along their career, and then it's difficult, you know, to structure wealth or to get the right insurance in place. So we often feel like prevention is cure. You need to ensure that your, the, your plan and your state and your financial plan is not static, but it's something that changes and adapts as you or your practice or your family changes and adapts.
0: Now, let's pose this question. Say I'm a medical professional in private practice. I'm listening to this podcast what three things would you like to tell me about a solid financial plan?
1: Thanks, Karabi. That's a really good question. So I think one of the most important things is you sh- you should run your practice like a business, where you think about other ways to generate a new income. Being a lawyer, we've got similar issues. We sell our time, and that's what our practice is worth. So think about different income streams. Secondly. I previously mentioned that the biggest, single biggest cause for the erosion of wealth is a lack of planning and tax. Ensure that you get specialized advice. Ensure that you get financial planners involved, that you get estate planners, that you work with proper accountants from a planning perspective. That's most important. And then thirdly, diversify, save and protect. So you should diversify into different asset classes. Your practice will start acquiring the property that you're practicing out. You'll get machinery or you'll get supplements. You have to diversify from a personal perspective as well. Externalize some funds offshore to invest in different asset classes. You can diversify and acquire property locally. So you should definitely speak to your financial planner to ensure that you are diversified to a very large extent. So when you get into the phase of retirement, you are sufficiently covered from an annuity income perspective. Ensure that you don't have to keep on slogging away because you didn't earn enough money or you didn't save enough money during your career. So, the moment that your practice is up on its feet, make sure you diversify and that you save.
0: Of course, the real goal is wealth creation. How does one start with a long term financial plan as a doctor in private practice?
1: We often tell doctors that there's no one-size-fits-all. Each person and their situation and circumstances is unique. Therefore, um, you need to plan from an individual perspective. So first and foremost, generally, in the beginning, we find that doctors will start running their practice in their own name on some sort of a a partnership model, which means it's simple, it's cost-effective, you pay tax at your marginal income tax rate. There's very little cost involved, and we know for certainty that it's, um, it's effective to start out that way. Then, once your practice starts building up and you start accumulating more revenue, then you should start looking at running your practice out of a company. Why? Because the marginal tax rate of a company is lower than the maximum, maximum marginal tax rate of an individual, which means that you know, the juice may be worth your squeeze. You're also going to start acquiring more assets in the practice. You might buy the property you are practicing out. There's equipment, there's machinery, there's supplements, there's books. Then a company starts making more sense. Now, from a wealth perspective, once your practice is shooting out all the lights, then you should start looking at vehicles like a trust company structure that will house your legacy wealth assets, all the assets that will accumulate um, wealth, and you want, the, you want those assets to, accru- to accumulate wealth outside of your state, But you have to also be sensible. because From a cost perspective, um, it can be quite costly, so the juice may not always be worth the squeeze. So our recommendation is start off simply and then grow from there.
0: What role does a financial advisor, a wealth manager, or estate planner play in making sure doctors are compliant in terms of tax, setting up trusts, and so forth. I imagine it is a different kind of responsibility. That's a very good point. So I think when it
1: comes to tax compliance, being compliant from a tax perspective, the most important or key role playing in a doctor's life is his or her accountant someone that will ensure that you comply from a tax perspective. When it comes to planning and creating your wealth and helping that you are insured from insurance perspective, um, liability cover, protection income cover, um, buy and sells all um, from insurance perspective, your financial plan is really important. They will ensure that you are sufficiently covered from insurance perspective, a liquidity perspective, and a retirement perspective. I think most people don't realize that you know, sometimes from a planning perspective, we tend to start at the end because people don't always realize that death is a liquidity event. Therefore, you need to be sufficiently covered in every stage of your life, whether it's in the beginning or closer to the end. From a wealth perspective, the wealth manager will start getting involved once you've created all your wealth and you're more... Um, inclined to start planning from a legacy perspective. So if I had to compare all the role plays, your financial planner starts out with you when your journey starts. So when you're young, a young doctor starting your own practice, you need to ensure that you've got a will that you sufficiently covered from an income perspective, from a debt perspective, from a liquidity perspective. Once you've started your journey and your practice starts making more money, and you're ready to move over to the wealth creation part or the wealth preservation part, a wealth manager will be onboarded and they will ensure that all your hard-earned money will be protected and invested whether locally or abroad for the benefit of your beneficiaries. We also refer to this as legacy planning, the legacy that you will leave behind after
0: many years of practice. What should a doctor, especially in private practice, do, when looking for someone to help them in this tax and fiduciary space?
1: So I think most importantly, is you need specialist advice. I don't go to a heart surgeon if I need brain surgery. The same should apply to you. So we've often see that a lack of specialist advice is probably the biggest reason why there's a, you know, non-compliance or they don't have the best planning in place or there's insurance issues or liquidity issues. So specialist advice is most important. As an example, at Invesic we've got financial planners that will walk this journey with you. They can assist you with liquidity and retirement planning. So that's always the first step is go and speak to financial advisor to assess your assets and liabilities, your aspirations, your goals. And from there, you will go and speak to a specialist that will assist you to draft a will because that's probably one of the most important documents that you will draft during your lifetime. As I previously said, from a planning perspective, ironically, we always start at the end. So first step is make contact with the financial planner. If you don't have a financial planner, you can contact your banker or your wealth manager to put you in contact with one of our very competent financial planners at investing. Any last thoughts? I think if anything, after you've listened to this podcast, if you only ensure that you are liquid from an insurance perspective, liquidity perspective, and you've got a well-executable, valid will, then that's a good start. I think it's important for people to realize that your global state plan, your world planning, your financial planning should not be static. It needs to change as you change, as your personal circumstances change. Do you have beneficiaries that are moving abroad? Do you have family members moving abroad? Have you externalized assets? What are the implications of those, um, of those changes on your global state planning? So I think for me, the most important thing that you need to keep in mind is that your planning should not be static. It needs to change and be adapted. It needs to be um, flexible to a very large extent. So I think planning is key. The ultimate form of sophistication is simplicity. And we often find that doctors will start out simple. Um, it's cost effective. It makes sense as you know as they're accumulating and growing their wealth. And then they will adapt and grow as their practice grows. So I think simplicity is important. Your state plan and your wealth plan should be simple. You know, often people are dazzled with complex tax planning structuring that promises to never pay tax. Those days are over. You should start simply and then grow from there.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Investec in Conversation. Investec in Conversation is a thought leadership series that offers insights into a range of relevant topics. We draw on the expertise of internal and external subject matter experts to spark discussions and answer questions around topics that will empower our clients to create, manage, grow, and preserve their wealth. For more episodes, subscribe to Investec Focus Radio and tune in to this thought-provoking series wherever you get your podcasts from The views expressed are those of the contributors at the time of publication and do not necessarily represent the views of the firm and should not be taken as advice or recommendations Investec Private Banking a division of Investec Bank Limited a registered credit provider committed to the code of banking practice as regulated by the Ombudsman for Banking Services